I believe I have made a significant find in the Kandarian ruins, a volume of ancient Sumerian burial practices and funerary incantations. It is entitled Naturum de Montum, roughly translated Book of the Dead. That's right. We watched The Evil Dead this week on The Movie Gap, the podcast that has you scream. Uh, how have you not seen that? 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 to the movie gap i am your host chase austin and as always the reincarnated soulless swallowed evil incarnate just mass of fog and evil just as itself that's more older than the than the the bible and 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 god and uh, everything it's just like a real just like on top of everything else that th- the most evil uh also just a real fucking dick just a real dick bryce perkins let me see that uh, oh oh shit. oh sorry sorry i was uh sorry i had my uh ear earbuds and i was jamming the smash it uh, the thong song by cisco from 1999 where did we start recording was it did yeah. i miss the intro remember, remember last week when you were like oh we're not gonna have any bits anymore <laughs> that bit that bit yeah that bit where you said i don't where you immediately denied it <laughs> yeah yeah that bit where you we have that has been a bit about season two and then you was just it? immediately shit on it yeah how did i not remember that yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> you were there yeah but anyway Hey, what's up? I'm glad. Uh, I'm, I'm glad. Okay, we're started. Great. Yeah, we're cool. started. We're here. Yeah, all I right. missed. I missed what you said about me to introduce me, but I'm assuming it was all very nice things. Well, um, we are here finally uh, to do the first of the Evil Dead trilogy, which is now an Evil Dead uh, pentology. Is that five? Yep. Uh, pentology. Before uh, we get into all the 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 problems that we've had. Uh, we have to address the biggest problem in the room, which is our special guest, fan favorite, original fan favorite, OG Scott White. Hello, hello. <laughs> so Scott is uh, joining us uh, from someone's uh, basement where he is being held captive right oh, now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if we could take a screenshot of this, but this might be something we want. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good idea. Yeah. yeah. We're 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 very worried for you, but grateful to your captors for a lot for allowing you to do this uh, episode with us today. So yeah, actually, well, it's good to be here. Yeah, and then I'll post it on Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, while he's doing that, no, but uh, in all seriousness, you're you're zooming in from the comedy sports uh, arena here in Houston, Texas. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Very cool. Are there any shows you got coming up? You want to? Uh, I'll be at comedy sports next sat uh, uh, next Saturday. I don't know when this is coming out. Uh, Probably two Saturdays. From now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So I would I would have been at comedy sports two Saturdays ago. Okay. Okay. 
but you're there a lot. So just check that's the website. Uh, yeah, just check the website or check my my website. Scotty and uh, even if Scott's not there, check it out. Uh, Comedy Sports is awesome. Uh, I I was on the team for almost 10 years. And every time I was there, uh, and when, even when I wasn't, I know that none of the shows were bad. They were yeah. all very, very good. <laughs> there you go. Right? You get your money's worth. Yeah. You it's do. It's a fun show. We deliver. Yeah. And Scott, just to reiterate for the listeners there, you said the website was scottyblanco.com, correct? Yes. scottyblanco.com. Okay. Okay, good deal. Check that out. And then while we're on the plugs, go to crossstreamsmedia.com. Click on the Movie Gap link. Uh, there's a little microphone down there. Click on that. Send us a voicemail. Tell us what you think. Get in on the discussion. You yep. know? Uh, and also, while you're there, check out our past episodes if you haven't already heard them, uh, as well as all of Scott's podcasts. Yes. Uh, you got, you're up to three now, right? I have three, yes. Yeah. Um, the uh, Which is more gooder? Which we've been on. The Dan Aykroyd podcast. Which we have been on. And uh, the Burt Reynolds, Charles Bronson podcast. And we've been on that one, too. That's true. So uh, check those out along with uh, all the other uh, sister shows on that network. So uh, that being said, let's get into this, guys. Okay. Uh, The Evil Dead. Uh, Bryce, you have now watched all of the original trilogy. Yes. um, In the exact not order uh-huh uh we tried to record this a couple weeks ago and yeah fell into uh some technical difficulties as soon as you read the uh that opening that line opening line uh all of the power went out and would not come back on just in your area yeah just literally just in my area yeah yeah uh so that was fun and scott had made the trip out here for it too yeah so and it was actually interesting because i seem to remember we said it once trying to get the pronunciation right and then said it again and, and thought we got it right. And then the third time we did it was when I read it for the thing. Yeah. So we got two more times we can say it I mean, this the episode timing, before something weird happens. The timing was so perfect of like yeah, it was going wild. out that I thought somebody, like I, I had to look up and be like, wait, who turned off the lights yeah. to make it like scary? I think you and I both immediately yeah. thought we somehow <laughs> yeah. pranked each other. Yeah. yeah. Because I remember looking at you being like, what'd you do? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, uh, yeah. So, like, now, finally, we are here doing it. Uh, yes. But, Bryce, you yeah. had uh, not seen this one before. We The first one we covered was Evil Dead 2. Yes. Which is a personal favorite of mine. Uh-huh. Uh, I also love this one. I love them all. Yeah. Uh, then we did uh, Army of Darkness. Yeah. Uh, with uh, with uh, Stark. A.P. Stark. That's right. Uh, and that's his f- personal favorite. Oh, right, right. And right. then now we're going back to the original one. Yes. Uh, which has a tonal shift, kind of, uh-huh. uh, I think. Um, but uh, we'll get into that. So before we talk to you about it, uh, Scott, what is yes. your relationship with The Evil Dead and uh, like overall and uh, this movie in particular? I, I love this movie. This is one of my all time favorite movies. Okay. I re- I had this I had this on VHS and I just god I wish I still had that VHS tape of Evil Dead. This was one of the first horror movies that I rented. It got me interested in Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell is my man crush. Um <laughs> fair I feel that. Fair. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah, and I and the original trilogy, I like all and there's definitely famous. shifts in tone in all three of the original but I, I I liked them all, I liked them all equally. I would should, should say, but for different reasons. Yeah, yeah. But this is yeah, this is one of my all time 
It's one of my all-time favorite horror movies. And I also love that there's commentary by Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell and Robert uh, Robert Tambert. Tambert? Tambert. Tambert. They do audio commentary for all three of the originals. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just as fun watching it with the commentary on as it is watching it with the commentary off. Mm. You can attest to that, Chase? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And like... Uh, like having seen this as many times as I have watching it with the commentary, I still get distracted by the film sometimes. Like you can't mm. hear it, but like, you, <laughs> you know, you can kind of hear like the, they, they turn the audio down like, yeah. a lot, but like it's still yeah. there. And like, sometimes I just like find myself ignoring what they're saying yeah, and just watching the movie because it's like, so uh, like it fucking grabs you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And this was, you know, uh, kind of unlike anything that had really come out, but it's also very much designed to be exactly what was coming out. This was designed uh, by uh, um, Bruce and Sam. Uh, they uh, were budding filmmakers. They went to film school uh, and then they wanted to make a movie. They planned it all out. Uh-huh. Uh, they originally didn't want to do horror. Yeah. Uh, but they realized that horror films, because of they could get their movie into drive-ins and horror films, mm. no matter how low the budget or whatever, would be able to play and sell at drive-ins. Okay. So they also would be able to sell overseas. Overseas, yes. Horror movies were good overseas as opposed to a comedy where a lot of the comedy gets lost in translation. Yeah. When when, when it goes to a different country. Yeah. What's sense. scary is scary. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So uh, and like one of the things that that they did, I uh, I actually got a chance to watch the Evil Dead uh, with uh, Bruce Campbell. He hosted a screening where he came out and he talked about it a little bit before. Uh-huh. Then then we watched it. He showed it to everyone, and then and then he comes out and answers questions and, and talks about it. Talked about it a lot more. And one of the things that he said that they did was that they would go to uh, drive-ins and like take notes on what worked and what didn't. And okay. like the way that you know if a movie was working is if people were watching it basically. instead of making out. Yeah, well that that's one thing, but then also if they yeah. were getting bored, yeah. they would start flashing their lights and honking their horns. Oh really? Yeah, like so uh-huh. they would just like fuck everything up because they're just that's like fuck funny. this, this is dumb. That's funny. So uh, you know their whole thing was it, it's got to be you know it's got to start fast mm-hmm. and it's got to be like every you know minute or so like there's got to be something that that hooks them and keeps them in, in, you know into it. Yeah. Uh, okay. you know, with with that balance of building the tension and, and snapping the tension, you know, which uh, it's interesting that you know Sam Raimi is uh, and Bruce are both very uh, funny guys. Yeah. Like they they do have a a very uh, keen sense of comedy, and with horror, horror and comedy have a lot in common. Just ask Jordan Peele. Yeah, with exactly with that, like being able to know the timing of things is how yeah. how things work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, with with both of those things, so that's uh, why I think they were able to uh, to come up with with this. Um, so before we get any further into it, okay, Bryce, what you had never seen this film? Correct. All right. So what did you know about it going in? Well, I knew quite a bit because we had covered the second and third one already. Um, but uh, yeah, what my uh, my perception of it, based on what you had told me, was that it was going to be like some low budget, like low budget stuff, and like I had gotten this idea that it was going to like look 
cheesy for for some reason uh-huh. um because you were telling me that it was a lower budget than the second one even yeah, yeah. and there were some parts in the second one where it was like that looks pretty low budget so if this one was lower budget then i was i was fully expecting like some pretty cheesy stuff to come up but to still have a good time watching it because it's you know it's Raimi, right yeah, so yeah. but anyway um yeah that's that's all i really knew about it and I knew that it was sort of supposed to be this a similar story to the second one. The well, second one was more of like a was like kind of a retelling of of the this first, one. Yeah, like the first five or ten minutes of the second one is yeah. is this super sped. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and except with no friends, just Ash and his girlfriend. No, they had their friends there in the second one. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're all driving that. up together. Yeah. Oh, I don't fucking remember that. Yeah, but the move. So, but- have you guys? So uh, some people and Bruce Campbell has mentioned this. So at the end of at the end of part one, where the the dead eye just it comes up on Bruce Campbell's face and yeah. he screams. If you start Evil Dead Two, where where he's getting thrown back through the through the woods, uh-huh. Bruce is like, this is just a continuation of that first movie. Yeah, where. Okay. Where, you know where he's going through the woods and he's turning upside down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you, like if you cut, that's almost seamless. Where that the, it comes up on him and then he gets pushed through the woods. So it's just, it's just like a continuation of that oh, day. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. So there was some recasting of uh-huh. some of the people that were with him. Uh, yeah. You know, in the in that in between the two movies, uh-huh. um, there was also you know he uh, he's I think it was on the commentary for two. That uh, he said, like, you know, some people have, have just always thought that this was just a sequel. Like, like Ash just was like, well, I know a cabin that we can go to. <laughs> like, he got out from the first one and he's like, you know, yeah. and they're like, yeah, and it makes sense. And he's like, yeah, I mean, I never thought of it that way because that's not how we intended it. But like, yeah, he is that dumb that he would be yeah, like, right. oh, wait, we're going to we, we need to go yeah. oh, uh, I know to, a a spot. to go uh, <laughs> make out and have sex. Yeah, yeah. I know one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or, or he's just like he's like. Well, I only know the one place, and I really want to get yeah. laid, so fuck it. Um, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, and he still reads the the shit, even though he yeah. knows he shouldn't. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, that's what I knew about it. Uh, the first one, anyway. All right, so yeah, here it comes. Oh, don't do this to Time me. Time for don't the do this to me. Newbie synopsis. Oh boy, here we go. Let me and get a timer going and uh-huh. are you ready nope it is time anyway okay did it start you got one minute and you're uh-huh. gonna start okay. now uh ash and his friends travel to the woods for a fun time uh and um uh, they uh, are doing just that until someone comes upon uh, a tape recording of some spooky stuff and uh some spooky words are spoken um the, about some ancient ruins and um uh and then suddenly uh, uh things start becoming possessed uh people trees whatever and uh all of a sudden it goes from have, being a fun time to uh being a a, fr- a deadly time <laughs> An evil deadly time. <laughs> that's it. That, that's right. right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Good, <laughs> How much time do I have left? Uh, 11 seconds. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, so, did it. Uh, not a bad uh, 
I mean, that's pretty much yeah, it. That's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this film, like I said, they uh, uh, they came up with it because they wanted to be filmmakers and they wanted to make something that would also make money. You know, because uh-huh. they, they had to get they had to raise money for it. So they would be able to uh, they had to have something that they could then pr- like pitch to their investors uh-huh. so that they would uh, pro- like hopefully promise uh, a return on their investment. Mm hmm. Uh, so they came up with this. Uh, one of the things that they did to uh, to get investors is they actually shot a 16 millimeter uh, short film. Okay. Uh, that was oh wait, no, this was shot 16. The the short film was eight. Eight okay. millimeter. Yeah, yeah, eight millimeter, and uh, it was called Within the Woods, and it's sort of this story. Okay. Uh, you know, it's I think it's like 15 minutes long or something. Like it's it's yeah. pretty short, and. Uh, they so they shot that as a proof of concept so they could show it to um investors or potential investors and be like this is what we have this is where we're envisioning it and they actually got a um a friend of uh sam's uh family mm-hmm. was a lawyer who basically did uh some work for them in exchange for like a, a like a, a points or whatever on this like thing. oh like, okay almost nothing yeah uh but so like it was and it was uh, a thing of like projections and like it was all like real tight you know how to do it by the books uh the business side of film which they learned a lot doing and that okay. helped them out exponentially going forward mm-hmm. uh so they uh they worked with him they got it all figured out they were able to do projections and within uh by i believe the year 2000 uh-huh. uh they had uh, exceeded those <laughs> even those projections oh, uh yeah. but uh yeah this movie uh you know so yeah they made it and uh they shot it on uh 16 and then uh the last uh big uh cost was to blow it up to uh 35 so it could be shown in drive-ins and everything yeah. but even that short film they were able to sort of uh raise some money because there was you know a lot of little tiny uh midnight movie houses that would show that short film uh, you know, with you know, Rocky Horror Picture Show or something like oh. that. So they were able to get get some eyes on it and get some uh, like feedback from actual audiences. So, yeah, you know, and they, I mean, they really, they really went about this uh, professionally uh-huh. the the right way. Like they took all all the all of the they took advantage of everything that they they did have. Okay. Um, but uh, Bruce and Sam had been friends, uh, really friends since high school, but they met each other in uh, junior high. Okay. Um and uh yeah they 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 hit it off they went to film school together and then this is uh this is what came out of that so uh um, right. yeah do you have anything else to set up our discussion Scott uh no I think well they did a bunch of of uh eight millimeter films in a high school so yeah. they they were they were pl- pl- Prolific. That's prolific. <laughs> prolific. Yes. Uh, eight millimeter film makers in high school, and they would actually, they would actually make an eight millimeter film, and then they would like take it to a drive-in, and they actually made money. Yeah. On their films that they made in high school, and that gave them the idea. It's like we could do this for a living. We could, you know, if we if we got a big budget. So these these movies. I I I think Sam said they made a movie for like a thousand dollars, and then made ten thousand dollars on that just by showing it in a local 
a local drive-in or a local movie theater. They uh -huh. were able to get yeah. that. So, so as Chase said, they went about it really professional. It was there was nothing haphazard about any of this. Hmm. Were they? Uh, where are they from? California, uh, Michigan. Michigan, Michigan. Michigan. Oh, yeah, Michigan. okay, okay. Yeah. Well, fellow Michiganite. Yes, well, Scott White. Michigander. Mich Michigander. Okay, yeah. Yeah, oh, where, yeah. Where, where are you from? You hold up. Where are you from? On you glove or tree? Oh, there you oh, go. There you go. Right there. Detroit. Is that yes. Right? All right. I'm right outside of Detroit. I was born right outside of, right outside of Detroit. There you go. Um. Okay. Cool. I didn't know that. So they were doing all of that in fucking Michigan. Yeah. Uh, they yeah, actually they actually wanted to shoot in Michigan. Uh huh. Uh, like that's the idea. That's the setting or whatever. But it was. Uh, they realized it was going to be too cold to like shoot out there and it was a nightmare so they found but they were able to find a place in uh tennessee uh morrison morristown tennessee and uh it just so happened that it was the coldest winter on record ever in morristown tennessee oh, wow. so like yeah there's you know this this film was uh oh. a nightmare uh to is that make. right yeah it it uh mm. i mean you know i they talk about it lovingly now but uh, -huh. uh yeah and bruce has talked about it everywhere he goes he talks about you know yeah. all three of these and you know his whole career but this one in particular and uh you know he um it, it was beyond torture uh really to, to do this movie yeah uh was it one the, of those cursed sets things or whatever well it's more that it just was they had no money they were living in uh like an apartment uh, -huh. uh or like a hotel like not far from like they had to drive into the woods all the time but one of the things that happened was they had to st somebody had to stay on set in the cabin this is a real cabin uh -huh. on a real piece of land the cabin is no longer there i think the the foundation is still around okay but it's a privately owned area like so don't go there because you will get shot by the landowners who uh -huh. think you're you know yep. uh, coming after them yep. uh but uh they so they would pack up every night and go back to the, the the hotel and then they come back to the set and all of their tools were stolen uh because oh, people just found out they were there and would yeah. go steal their tools granted they were stealing their power tools because you know they're building parts of the set the, this cabin was garbage uh -huh. and they basically gutted it and you know did everything uh bruce said that by the end of the film uh there were there was no furniture left because as they were done shooting parts with the furniture they uh -huh. would end up burning it for uh warmth oh wow yeah but wow. um they they had to start staying there every night somebody had to stay behind to, wow. to guard all of the equipment uh great and none of the equipment got stolen because nobody knew what it was even uh -huh. though it was all way more valuable but you know there's not literally like a walking up whatever what, what's yeah. this thing i mean man? They, what they does had, that thing do they had rented a uh 16 millimeter camera because uh they had thought about uh, shooting at eight millimeter originally because they heard you could blow up eight to 35 uh they did it but they luckily did a test and uh it looked like absolute garbage mm. uh it, it just looks like one big snowball on uh, the 35 from from eight to 35 oh, yeah. oh, oh uh so they ended up having to rent a camera to to shoot the 16 to blow up and then they, they would blow it up to that and when did they finally convert it to 70 millimeter because that's it, that's all i watched ever since i saw oppenheimer i refuse to watch anything they like, have yet to make anything a other 70, than 70 millimeter print of oh, the well, evil that's Dead. a shame yeah. i'll never watch that movie again then yeah that's a shame. uh so this film uh one of the things that's interesting about this movie is that we actually know the numbers because they're very open with them. 
Okay. Uh, most studios and things like that are not going to be open with their numbers. Yeah. Uh, we know that it. This movie cost ninety million to produce. I'm ninety thousand. I'm sorry. Ninety million. <laughs> 90, wow, that's a lot. No, uh, ninety thousand. Because technically, they were trying to like they had uh you know as the terms were they had to start within a certain amount of time and uh they had to raise the money before that and the the money that they were supposed to raise I think was like a hundred and twenty. Okay. Or something like that, Scott. Yes, something like that. Yeah, and uh, they got to ninety, and they realized we're not going to make it. Uh-huh. So uh, they got with all of their investors, and they had to have them all sign off saying, uh, because at that point you have to give all the money back. Uh-huh. Uh, and so they got the the investors to say, "That's fine, go ahead." You know. Okay. So, um, but yeah, it's uh, this this movie. I mean, it all of the money is on screen, which I love a film mm-hmm. that does that, you know? Yeah. Um, this ain't no Jack and Jill. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jack uh, and Jill, the, the budget was like $150 million. What, the Adam Sandler movie? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. $150 The budget was, was obscene. Yeah. And it's... Well, they just, why, they just why had they... to have Pacino, right? They yeah. just had to have him. As a Don Cacino. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Wow, that's crazy. Um, well, you know, the, it's the uh, the makeup, you know, to make Adam Sandler look like a woman. You know, it's a uh, it's a lot yeah. of money, I guess. I mean, what? Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Um, this uh, this being made for ninety thousand, you say the whole budget is on screen, which is true. But then also because of the limited budget, I'm imagining that's where a lot of uh, the innovations that Raimi came up with for shots he was getting to make things like seem bigger, but without having the money to like use an actual, pro- yeah. you know, yeah, monster I mean, or whatever. You know, it's, it's, it's also, uh, like, like Scott said, they, they had made many movies before so that he knew his way around a camera. Uh-huh. He knew how to use the, the lenses and the, the angles and, you know, all that stuff to make things look the way he wanted. Yeah. Uh, they, they also invented, different like they basically made their own handy cam yeah uh, or not handy cam uh steady cam yeah uh with that is like not steady so what they did was to get those shots of like running through the woods and like hopping over logs and stuff yeah they just took the camera and bolted it onto a, a big piece of two by four yeah with and put handles on either side of it and just had a person on either side run Wow, and then they, that way it would have the smooth effect. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it looks great though. Yeah, and then like they would also like do a thing where they put a a, a two by four sticking out uh, in front of the camera, uh-huh. but just out of out of frame that would be able to break the the fake glass so it could yeah could right run right right yeah a window or even like bash a door open or yeah. whatever and that kind of thing. Yeah, so and, cool. and you know it's it's Sam's uh, fricative style. Uh-huh. Ooh, um, that's a good that's a good word. Yeah, fricative. Fricative. I don't think I think that's the first time we've used that word on this podcast. That's a that's a movie gap first. I don't know what that word means. Very good. <laughs> but um, uh yeah, so it, it it you know, you could see where uh it, it's it's only he only they could have done this this way. Yeah. Well, um, and then those, you know, having to be innovative like that created shots that like made his career, you know, ended up making him millions of fucking dollars. Yeah. Uh, and making him one of the top directors in in the business right yeah so that's all very cool it's like very cool to see the beginnings of that you know in this movie and it shows yeah Uh, it was uh you know i mean this launched both of their careers uh along with uh robert tappert uh from here they you know obviously made 
those movies. Uh, Bruce Campbell went on to become the D-list actor or the B-list actor of of, <laughs> of all time. Uh-huh. You know, uh, where he goes to conventions and everything, and he is a god. He walks through the yeah, street of right, any right. town, and nobody knows who he is. <laughs> right, right. You know? um, Which is like the perfect level of fame, I yeah. would imagine. Yeah. I yeah. mean, uh, you know what, uh, Bryce? That is exactly if I would love to have. I would love to have the Bruce Campbell fame. Yeah. You are absolutely right. It's the perfect amount of fame. Yeah. He walks into a convention and he's adored, but nobody knows him on the street. So right. So you can still go out and not have to worry about getting mobbed or, or yeah. deal with any of that bullshit. No yeah. tabloids, none of that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, you know, talk about making it. Yeah. Bruce you know? Campbell goes to a, a, a movie premiere and the paparazzi was like, sir, can you move out of sight? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he's like, gladly. Yeah. Yeah, um, but uh, this also launched the uh, career of Tom Sullivan, <coughs> who did all the uh, effects on this film. Yeah, there's actually a documentary that's coming out soon uh, about him and, and his work on this this movie that uh, okay. I'm pretty excited to watch. What did you say he did on this movie again? Sorry, uh, the effects. The, he did the makeup oh, oh, and okay. the stop motion. And all yeah, that. wow. Because yeah. man, we get talk about awesome. Yeah, so the practical effects in this movie. So the the second film is is terrifying. In, uh-huh. in a psychological sort of way, Dude. Uh, but it's also got a lot of comedy in it. Uh, yeah, that's like yeah, yeah. More, more intentional than this one. Uh-huh. So, what are your thoughts on this film? I'm going to stop talking. Okay, well, we'll we'll um, and I'll let Scott know this, or may, I might have already told you this, Scott. But Chase texted me and said, "Do me a favor, watch this alone, lights off, don't take notes while you're watching it." He was like, he was very adamant. I want you to pay attention to everything. And so I did. And uh, and I'm glad you made me do it that way because, um, yeah, I was expecting, as I said earlier, for it to be like even more fucking cheap looking or whatever, or just to look really cheap because of what you were saying about the budget. And watching this movie, man, it was fucking legit fucking scary. I thought that like it was actually a very successful horror movie. Yeah. You know, like the the. A girl getting possessed and when you for like <coughs> seeing seeing her under the cellar like locked yeah just looking at looking at them and then they look at notice that she's looking at them and you still don't get to see her and he's like he's like oh man what's wrong with her eyes and you're like wait what is wrong with her eyes i don't know and then the camera finally shows her and her eyes are all fucked up and looking weird and that's all you can see like it was shit like that in this movie that was very effective, I thought. And I was like very I was blown away by this movie. To okay, be Bryce, let me ask you this question. Yeah. This movie has fallen on lists where it it's like a, a great movie that has one terrible scene. And in this movie, oh, it's the yeah. where the forest rapes her. Yeah. What did you think about the scene where the forest rapes her? I mean, I was taken aback by it, to be honest. I was pretty shocked by it because yeah. I did not expect it to go that far, for sure. Uh, and I was kind of freaked out by it, to be honest. I mean, it was, it was, uh, I mean, it was kind of hard to watch. I mean, it's played scary. It's yeah. supposed to be disturbing. Yeah. I don't think it's, uh, you know, I don't think that it's problematic necessarily. I mean, they didn't need to go that far. I don't <laughs> condone showing anything like that on a film, but it's a fucking tree, though. So it's like, you know, it's yeah, just kind of like very it's up. a monster. It's a tree possessed by a demon and it looks fucking scary. And it looks I, I, I can't believe they got the shots they did yeah. with the budget they had because it really 
I mean, it didn't look bad at all. Like well, before, it, and before we get into that, I didn't think it looked cheesy. At I will all, I say, say there is someone who agrees with you, uh, and that is the actress Lucy Lawless. Okay. Who, when she saw this film, yeah, she was like, "That's disgusting." Yeah. These people, whoever made this, are monsters. Yeah. This is a disaster. Like they need to be taken out and shot. Okay. Um, she is now married to Robert Tappert. <laughs> Uh, as of like 30 years oh wow and was in the tv show of the oh wow wow she she's like i saw that movie and i was like these people are perverse yeah yeah this is a problem right and it is perverse but it yeah but it goes into like it i mean if you're watching that and you don't have some kind of like i guess maybe visceral is the right word some kind of reaction that like kind of hits you in the gut and disturbs you then there's probably something wrong with you. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. and that's, I think that's kind of the point of it. I don't think the point of it was to be like, yeah, we're going to make a tree rape a girl. Isn't that no. hilarious? Yeah, it's not. No, I think the point of it was to be like, this or, is yeah. fucked up. Yeah. You know, we're going to f- like, like fuck with and the, this is the beginning the of viewers minds. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is not, this is one of the first like deaths of the, the right. Thing, you know? Right. And, and you know, this, um, you know, I liked that it had less of a comedic tone. To be honest, this my this I think is my favorite one of the three. Uh, the comedy in this movie is because Bruce Campbell is not good at acting at this point, <laughs> and and just like oh, don't like say the, that the writing is not good, and and he is doing his damnedest. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like when he's when he's sitting there with uh with his friend that's like clearly dead and he keeps trying to give him water it's like yeah. oh man we're gonna get out of here and he just like pours water and the guy's just it just yeah. comes out of his mouth because he's yeah. dead yeah and he's just not not getting it yeah which was like kind of sad and also creepy you yeah. know yeah because like what's wrong with this dude ash that he's like holding on that long but you need something like that in the character that's going to survive right like you need but the this isn't the ash that this isn't the cocky yeah dim-witted ash right that we that we're that we are going to get this right this is yeah this is the ash before he's broken this is an innocent ash yeah. this is a pure there's a purity about him he goes through a whole nother movie of uh, insane torture and like i like i was talking about you when i was calling you the evil dead uh-huh one of the things that i love about the deadites wait when was this you go well you know when you were zoned out oh when i was jamming song. the thong yeah. song one of the Cisco's things that i love shit. about the deadites is that they can just fucking kill you. They can just take you. Yeah, right, like, right. But they like to fuck with you. And right. Like, in the most dickish ways. Yeah, yeah, you know, right. Especially once you get into into two. <clears throat> right, which is a lot of fun. And yeah. they and the way they expand on that is, is a lot of fun. But this one, I kind of, I just was kind of, I was kind of blown away by it because I was, I was just expecting it to look a lot worse and kind of just seem a lot more cheap. And I thought that like it was actually ended up being super effective and really well done and and well, actually, kind I of frightening. Like the way it, it doesn't, it it doesn't look polished. Yeah, and I like that. It sort yeah. of to me, it reminds me of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes, which is one of my favorites. It doesn't look all that polished, and that to, and that is to the movie's benefit. Yeah, it yeah. adds to now, it. The, the it adds to the is, atmosphere. The difference is you see shit in this, like in, right, in, right. In Chainsaw, you just think you do, right. But, but that's also a testament to like the effectiveness of the practical effects. Yeah. So what was his name? Uh, Dennis. It's, uh, no, his Tom. Name? Tom Sullivan. Oh, Tom Sullivan. Uh, yeah. But the other thing is the sound, and like that. Was yeah. What I was, so I had never seen this in a theatrical setting uh, until I saw the the one that Bruce Campbell was. Oh right, was presenting. yeah. And uh, watching it there, I was like 
really it really hit me how just like unrelenting yeah the sound is uh-huh. you know the sound of the 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 evil dead you know the the camera yeah. thing or just like the screamings yep and or them the, laughing yeah, it, it's, it's very loud their and, their and voices when they're possessed are yeah, creepy as fuck which i think almost all of the voices are sam Raimi. uh you know, oh no shit fucked around with yeah oh okay his, <laughs> his voice or was him fucking with their voices no it's his voice cool yeah. okay some wow. of it is probably theirs too, but he he does a lot of the voices of the the deadites. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a wild movie, and it and like if you if you break it down and you really try to watch it, you you get sucked in, so it's hard to see. But like, uh, you know, especially effects like gurus and stuff that watch it, they're like it's it's amazing because you see the tubes that the blood's coming out of. Like it's mm-hmm. not it's not polished, and you can see how it's done, but it. It has a way of covering itself up mm-hmm. because of how, like, you know, unrelenting, like, guerrilla filmmaking it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. I don't know, man. Just it. Uh, the practical effects were good enough to where it was like it was that perfect balance of like just enough, yeah, and not over the top. You know, it's where it was like, okay, well, this is just a little much. Like how some movies of the time would kind of do, like your troll movies or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And think that they're making something super scary where it's really just like, okay, well, this is just like ridiculous. But this one was like, it looked really fucked up, but just in the like perfect amount of, you know, fucked upness. And, and like what Scott was saying, the ruggedness just adds to the adds to the flavor of it to where, yeah, I was glued to it. And it's, I was glued it's to it. so claustrophobic. Too. Yes. I, part of that is because oh, they're shooting in a real dude, fucking cabin. The shots of like the use of lighting in some of the shots yeah. in the cabin like the cinematography ap- is great yeah. yeah 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 there were some shots where it was like you could see that it was pov i think of like the dead looking into the cabin and you would just see like a bright fucking spotlight was the lighting inside the cabin yeah where it's like that's not there when you're in the cabin but it fu- it was just adding to like the creepiness of like this is what the space they're in is, you know, and, and it, and it is very claustrophobic. Like you said, it was like, how do you even get out of that? You know? And even when you shine a giant light on it, it still feels like, uh, like, like get me out of here, get me out of here now. You know, it just looked fucking amazing. Yeah. It's it. And then like the, the committal of these actors, uh, uh, Cheryl, uh, his, his girlfriend, uh, Ellen Sandwise, that fucking doll shit that she does when oh, she becomes, dude. A Deadite yeah. is so, like, nuancedly creepy. Yeah, yeah, you know? and 100%. Like, it's, been, it's been copied in other things since then now, yeah. and it might not have been an original, but it wasn't really in the script. Like, that was an idea that, that she had on set with, like, you know, they were coming up with, like, what can we do uh-huh. with this to make it different from something else? And she's like, what if I, like, start singing a, a nursery rhyme oh. thing? And it's just like... It's yeah, fucking creepy. It works, you know. And then the the scene where there where uh, Linda is is it Linda that's the one that uh, starts doing the tarot cards. The tarot, yeah. I mean, or the, the, the the deck of cards. Yeah, yeah Linda is <coughs> Bruce Campbell's girlfriend. Okay. Okay. And she's so the one then. who starts. Well, it's not tarot cards. No. Yeah. It's just playing cards. Yeah. It's just a deck of cards. And, yeah. She starts rattling off the numbers, asking them to guess. You know, guess what the card is. Yeah. And the way the way that slowly builds was like a really cool yeah, and it way goes to faster and faster. And yeah. it was your first. It was our first. I think like full on exposure of like, oh, they're fucking. They're starting to fuck with the people now. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. that was the first show of that. Right. Yeah, and then she you're... she had done the thing where she drew the picture of the book. <clears throat> yeah. Before, before they had seen it. Yeah. Yeah. 
but then the way it just slowly is like six nine five seven eight queen king like just like faster and faster yeah. and she gets more and more demonic and she's like and by the time they like, stop it's the like fuck? boom she's yeah like yeah crazy yeah yeah and i seem to remember there was like a shot of the clock right after that mm-hmm. right there was something it was just it's just super effective man it's just a, it's a master class in like filmmaking and the fact that it was done independently on a low budget i don't know why they don't use this in film schools to like show kids like how possible it is for them to use their fucking imaginations and make something great yeah you know Anyway, I mean, that's I mean I'm sure it is. I'm sure maybe it is in some film schools. I don't know. This movie, we did. Remember, we we did the fly. On yeah, the yeah. So the fly and this movie have two scenes which I I can hardly watch. In the fly, it's when they're arm wrestling and the bone shoots Snaps. out through his hand. Oh, in man. this movie, when she takes the pencil, yes. And Dabs her in her Achilles heel. Ooh, yeah, it's like that is the most visceral thing. <laughs> yeah, ever. it's like sometimes I know it's coming, and it's like sometimes I can't watch it. I'll admit, <laughs> yeah. sometimes I cannot watch it. Yeah, yeah I don't blame you, man. It's a yeah, it works. You feel it. Some scenes. So oh yeah, one of, the, one of the films that uh, I definitely want to do, and I, I want to try to do it this uh, this Halloween is uh, some Felucci. Uh, there's one zombie and then there's one uh, beyond the, uh, I mean the beyond, but zombie is a lot of fun and there's some stuff, but there's one scene in that uh, talking about the sliver in the eye. Yeah. 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 That's, that's very similar to this where it's just like, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I can't wait. And like that man, like it looks so like it, you don't, you know, it's not a real foot and it kind of doesn't look like a real foot, but like it it does. Yeah. It looks great, man. It looks great. It doesn't look like real blood coming out, but it does. Yeah, but it yeah. does. But it does. Yeah, yeah. It looks great, man. Like I was. That, that's kind of what I'm like. The thing that I love the most about it, and I'll just harp on that, is like I was just very pleasantly surprised with how great it looked, how great everything looked. I didn't. It didn't feel cheap to me, really. You know? No. Yeah, and that's because they put every dollar. And on what's the what's crazy is that like back then, this was like a cheesy drive-in movie right like that was kind of how it was marketed even right well yeah i mean it It wasn't marketed as like a real horror was it no it was it was a horror film and that that's what it was but didn't it like it didn't like get that famous because it was kind of deemed as like a b movie or something right well um so one thing that that bruce campbell always says uh which i always love is uh this movie wasn't released it escaped (laughs) <laughs> right yeah but uh That's great. so one of the things that that helped it is uh stephen king saw it at uh some festival or something that that they were at right okay um and uh yeah it was that it, yeah it was Irvin shapiro was uh one of the the producers that uh it caught the interest of and he got it he's he's the guy who runs the cans or he was working on cans. And so uh-huh. he was able to get it in there, but not as an official submission, like not part of the, you know, awards thing or whatever. Yeah. And it just so happened that uh Stephen King saw it there and he uh like got uh gave it this review that's on the poster and in the 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 one of the lines that he put for it was the most ferociously original horror film of the year. And this oh. is Stephen King in 1981. Wow. Yeah. You know, Prime King. Yeah, Prime King. And he's talking about how this is something. He, he did say that he's like, and I, I made sure to say of the year. So that they <laughs> yeah, could right, right. go into the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? but, uh, but that's what got them, uh, you know, picked up by New Line for uh, American Distribution. 
they uh got it released in uh uh the uk but it got put on the video nasties list yeah which uh if what does remember, that mean okay no. so ed might know about this yeah <laughs> so um in the UK, they have, and I don't know if they still, I know that they don't do the video nasties anymore, but basically they have, like, like the government can say, this movie's not allowed. Oh. Oh, oh. The, the video nasties. Yeah, they can ban it and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, this one was one, and, you know, Clockwork Orange, and, like, uh -huh. you know, there's a bunch, but, like, this was a big one that then became, it was like, it's a video nasty. I gotta fucking see this thing. Wow, this got banned in the UK. Yeah. Huh? As, no and, shit. Yeah, and in That's a lot hardcore. of different countries and stuff, so. Wow. But, uh, yeah, because of that, it was like, well, this I have to see this. Yeah, by yeah, all accounts. Yeah, that's that's the epitome you of know? no such thing as bad if publicity. Hear, if you're here in America and you hear that it's banned in there, you're like, yeah, well, I gotta, well, I gotta see, it. see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like those those things are what really helped it uh, take off. Uh -huh. Um, and because it was you know such a small investment that they uh, had put in, they were able to pay everybody back correctly. Um. And and you know continue to pay the dividends on it, and they were able to retain rights for yeah. everything as well. So like they still can make money off of it. Yeah. Right. 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 Wow. Yeah. Okay. And I believe it was this film. Uh. So. Uh. Yeah. It was. It was Campbell's uh, parents were going through a divorce when they like around the time they finished this movie, and they had to get more money to get the. Uh, Distribution. No, to get the 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 uh blow it up oh from, oh, from the 16 the to conversion 30, yeah 35 and uh they so they needed to take out a loan and basically he went to his dad and he's like <laughs> he's like my dad's been paid back you know he's happy with his investment uh, and everything uh, like uh, that but like i went to this man who was just uh, dead inside at this point <laughs> from the divorce and i go hey dad uh you know the cabin <laughs> Can I put that down as collateral for uh, an extra $35,000 so that we can yeah. blow this thing up? You might not see it back. You know, and like they took it to a bank and the bank is like, do you really want to do this? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, but they did. Well, I'm glad it worked out. Yeah, yeah, it worked out. Yeah. Now, I believe this is the first movie where we actually see in the credits fake shemp. Yeah, it is. So you want to take that? Uh, do you know what we're talking about, Bryce? He d I don't think no, so. I don't think so. Yeah. Fake Shemp. Okay. So Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi are big Three Stooges fans. Okay. And as and and you know that scene in the movie where the light fills up with blood and burns? Yeah. Oh, man, that was such a cool that shot. That was from a Three Stooges short. It wasn't blood in the Three Stooges, yeah. but it was uh -huh. water. Okay. And so when Shemp was in the Three Stooges... He died suddenly, okay. but the Three Stooges were still under contract to put out movies. Uh -huh. So what they would do is they would shoot scenes with an actor at the back and just call him Shemp, uh -huh. and then they would cut an old old uh, video of Shemp. Sure. So that so the phrase "fake Shemp" is whenever there was a stand-in. Okay. So that th there's one scene where the actor Scott is walking, but he wasn't there. That those were his brothers, Ted Raimi's legs. <laughs> so he at that point he was a fake chef. <coughs> I see. Okay. In. 
So okay, okay. Yeah, that was it, just their term of a stand-in, a fake shemp. I see. Yeah, if you go to the okay. IMDb page, it tells you all the fake shemp, like Philip A. Gillis, fake shemp, Dorothy Tappert, fake shemp, Cheryl Cutthroat, <laughs> fake shemp. Uh huh. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Like they're, they're all of them. So did they uh, did they credit people as fake shemp? Yeah, that's oh, what they that's are funny. officially yeah. credited. That's yeah. in the credits. They yeah, are, yeah, they yeah. Credited as, as fake shemp. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Okay, so th- so they coined the term. They coined the term fake shemp. Wow, yeah, cool. And, you know, uh, uh, Rami still uses it to the to the. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. And so he'll just go out of his way to make a fake shemp just to put a fake shemp in the credits. Then, he still basically. puts uh, <laughs> he still puts the car in every movie. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He did it in the in Mom. Yeah. He uh, he he also like he had the car taken apart down to just the 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 frame. Uh huh. And they built a <clears throat> stagecoach out of it. And they yeah. put that in um, uh, the the Western. Uh, we did it. Uh, quick, oh, of the, uh, quick of the Dead. Yeah, Quick of the Dead. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's right. We talked about that. Yeah. yeah. And if you look... Bruce, it, Campbell actually saw, at, Bruce Campbell actually shot a scene for that, but it was cut. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was disappointed that there was no Bruce Campbell in that one, actually. I remember, like, I was, like, on the edge of my seat looking for him, and he never showed up. But, um, uh, but yeah, and if you... Uh, look closely. Uh, Bruce Campbell is in uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. If you the Pizza Papa, yeah, blink and you miss it though. Yeah, no, just kidding. But uh, yeah, he's in that too, obviously. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, I've I've I said about all I I want to say about this. Is there anything else, Scott? You know, um, any other scenes? Maybe. I mean, you know, you you talk about when you finally see the you know the. When, you're talking about the point of view, and then when you finally see them, and they have the white eyes, mm-hmm. and that's a, a thing that travels through all the Evil Dead, right? The, uh-huh. the white eyes—that was something that was very important to to Rami. Yeah. And the way they do that is they have to get these contact lenses that have no hole. Yeah. Right. And uh, so they, you know, got the contact lenses for all the actors, and it was—it's very unhealthy because your eye can't breathe. Yeah. Uh, like Campbell said, it, it, it's—it's it's like having a piece of Tupperware, like a Tupperware lid in your eye. Oh. So you could only have them in for 15 minutes at a time. Uh-huh. And you could only put them in and out, I think two or three times a day. Uh-huh. Uh, and so like they would have to shoot scenes. So they would like block scenes where they, like whenever, whenever they were blocking the scenes, they would block it with their eyes closed. So they knew, where yeah. where the movements were and this yeah. goes into the second movie as well uh-huh. um you know because now they would just be able to do that digitally yeah but uh uh so they would have to do that and like what they would do is they would put them in and they knew they could only do it so much so it's like we're gonna put them in for 15 minutes and it's like let's go roll we gotta yeah. we gotta shoot this one and then turn right around yeah and move you over here you yeah better remember where you are because we gotta shoot this scene too yeah yeah uh and uh some of the you know because the girls had them in more more than anybody yeah and uh yeah i think it was uh ellen the one that was playing cheryl uh but it might have been the one that was playing linda that was like she would be like let let's just shoot the next one like i don't want to do this again yeah like yeah. just like, like let's just keep going like 15 minutes yeah I, i'm counting <laughs> you know? yeah 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 so um but yeah, that's like a, a form of torture. That they yeah, to I bet, man. That uh, sounds like a nightmare. Bruce, like, well, oh, so and speaking of, so that scene where Bruce Campbell buries Linda. Yeah, yeah. When she pops out. He, uh, uh, Linda was played by three different women in that scene because it was shot over a long period of time. They'd run out of money, so they'd have to go back. 
Oh. So that scene, if you, it's Linda is played by three different women. A bunch of and fake shit. This movie was going to get an X, an X rating. Ooh. Uh, so that's why, like, when the demons start spewing up, it's white, it's milk. Or yeah. Dead. That was able, since it wasn't red, that was able, that's why they didn't get an X because they made the demon blood green or, or. Yeah white or whatever they really oh. they really take that to the next level in the in the second film oh uh-huh, yeah. where like they use as much other colors for blood as they right, can right to to prevent that that x rating so that was back when it was they were still or giving NC-17. those out huh? yeah well nc-17 yeah. oh sure yeah um yeah but it's just it's just a, yeah it's a very visceral movie and it's definitely not like the other two at all uh and and they all, they all make fun of Bruce Campbell. Like in this movie, he gets thrown under bookcases all the time, and he has to act like he can't. He, 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 oh, they're yeah, the yeah. lightest. <laughs> thing, yeah, it's just it's balsa wood, but I have to pretend I can't get a. Yeah, yeah. And Scott, the other guy, he is actually the real hero of this thing. It's like he oh, takes yeah. the axe, he, yeah. he chops him up. He he's the one who who kicks Linda down in the cellar. Yeah, that's oh, right. The cellar. Yeah. So, okay. They actually dug that. Yeah. It wasn't. It's not yeah. a real cellar. Oh shit. And uh, so down in the cellar, there is a ripped poster. Oh yeah. Of, yeah. Of, there's a ripped poster of the Hills Have Eyes, which was directed by Wes Craven, and and uh, Sam Raimi got that idea when Sam Raimi watched Last House on the Left. There's a scene with a ripped Jaws poster oh. yeah and Wes Craven basically, said yeah he said like basically Wes Craven was saying you're not this is the new horror yeah you thought this was too much I'm ripping that in oh. half and it's this so that was their answer to that oh wow and then in uh how did Wes Craven take that in uh Nightmare on Elm Street 2 right yeah they are showing Evil Dead on the oh. TV then in Evil Dead 2, Freddy's glove is hanging above the door oh, wow. in the uh yeah, the yeah, the shed. There's a lot of it's a little rivalry yeah, going like on, a little forth, tit for forth, tat, yeah. huh? That's and funny. just to bring this full circle, in in um Jason Goes to Hell, the Necronomicon is in Jason Goes to Hell, which insinuates that Jason is a deadite. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and then there's there's a whole series of comics that's uh, Jason versus Freddy versus Ash. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I I own all those. It's a great read. It's very very fun. Okay. Yeah, that was always went, talked about to become a movie. It never was able to happen. It never did because I actually saw uh, Bruce Campbell made a movie. My name is Bruce. Yes. And I actually he I saw that with him. He was there talking about the movie. And they contacted him and they he said, can we make Jason versus Freddy versus Ash? And Bruce Campbell said, absolutely. If I can kill Freddy and Jason and yeah. they say, you can't do that. And he was like, then we're not doing the movie or yeah. I'm not doing the movie. Oh, OK. Yeah. They wouldn't let the <clears throat> their franchise like nobody wanted their franchise. Yeah. character to die. It's like a rock and uh, yeah. diesel. Yeah, thing, none right? of us can lose. Yeah. Right. Right. Wow. Yeah. OK. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't know any of that. Yep. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, what do we have any numbers on this? Or well, uh, 
it's uh, like I said, it wasn't really released, so there's not like a yeah specific release date. But um, we do know that it had a. When uh, did it escape though? What was it? Es- its escape date though? Oh, eh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, this this has the budget like all in with distribution rights and 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 blowing everything up at three hundred fifty, which is uh, three hundred fifty thousand, which is actually high. Uh huh. Um, but uh, I have a uh, a worldwide. Uh, let's see here. Let me pull it up on Box Office Mojo. I bet that's more uh, accurate. Okay. We will. We will sit in uh, dead silence while you do that. Yep. Evil dead silence. Evil dead silence. <laughs> yeah, there are uh, tons of stories on. I mean, you could find uh, interviews with Bruce Campbell or. Q and A's from him, or just the the commentaries and their, their stories galore about what was going on, I, and how they how crazy they got. I've read all of his books, and his first book, uh, "Confessions of a B Movie Actor," leading with my chin. Yeah, which I have. There's like uh-huh. a, a whole chapter to making this movie. Yeah. So that all of his books are a good read, but his first one. It, it, you know, he he goes in the real detail about making this movie. Yeah, there when he gets his hand when he gets his leg scratched by Linda in the in the grave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the, it rips off like skin, right? Yeah. And you see that, so that's a prosthetic. Well, it got it was late in the day. It's late in the shoots. He's tired of it. He just rips that prosthetic off, and it took a chunk of his skin off with it, oh. and it got infected. Oh. And, it started, and so like he still has a hole in his leg from that. Damn. Uh, he like fucked up his uh, ankle at one point by just like jumping off of something <clears throat> in, yeah. in a scene and it like started to swell real bad. And they were, you know, late all night shoots and like uh, Sam and Rob and like the rest of the guys would get sticks and just start poking at it. Like they just kept torturing oh. him. And he was just like laughing. He was, he, he lost his mind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sam, like Sam one night had to stay. He he was the one who had to stay at the cabin. Uh-huh. And he got so cold in the cabin that he just, <laughs> he decided it would be better to go. And he was also like having dreams and it was freaking him out. Yeah. What the, you know, he wasn't sleeping anyway. Yeah. So he, he just wandered off to the graveyard that was right next door and just like, but it was up on top of a hill and uh-huh. he just was like up on top of the hill when Rob came in and saw him the next day and he's like, oh shit, Sam's dead. Yeah. <laughs> like Sam just went up there to die. And like Sam was like, yeah, I, I kind of did. Yeah. Like, I was like, I can't take this cold anymore. Yeah. I'm just going to go up here and just freeze to death. Well, you never said that there were th- this entire time there was a graveyard right next to where yeah. they were shooting yeah. Oh, yeah. up on a hill even. Yeah. So looking over them is a bunch of dead corpses. They're making a movie called Evil Dead. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a recipe for, uh, for a crazy time. So, okay. We have... Uh, the original domestic number. Okay. What do you want? Uh, total, right? Yeah. There's no uh, opening weekend shit. No, none of that. None of that. Okay. Well, uh, Scott, do you want to take a poke at it? The uh, original domestic? Yeah, I bet he knows. Oh, okay. I think it was something like 1.5 million. Nope. Uh, what? Then I'm gonna say nine hundred fifty thousand. No, two point four. Oh, two point oh. four million. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then internationally, in it, it ended up making its money on VHS. 
internationally. Sure, yeah, yeah. Because it wasn't, they weren't allowed to release it that much. But uh, it made uh, 260,000. <laughs> okay. Um, and then it's had uh, it's had three uh, official re-releases, but I mean, like I said, uh, Campbell's touring with it all the time. Yeah, yeah. This, that, or the other yeah. uh, of them. So it's, you know, there's money to be made. I, They're making money. I don't believe any of them made any money on it. Not the, it, yeah, not the actual not, release. Not on the sure. original release. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. But they've all, they've all, you know, I mean, they got Since careers then, out of it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah everybody, sure. all the investors have been like paid back with, and they've even gotten their, their, like wild projections that they yeah. made for the 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 K ones and the uh you know partnerships and stuff yeah that you have to do to to sell uh sell you know points on a movie yeah 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 well that's good yeah um okay but, but yeah, since I there's mean, no they, release date we can't do a no we, we can't, can't do a box office of the weekend or whatever uh, I could probably do let's see where it hits uh, it says the earliest release was January 1st oh wow uh, so I could look that up 1981 1981 oh man I'm fully prepared to not know any of these, <laughs> any fucking of these movies. movies it might not uh, it might not actually have that uh, all the way back in usually box office mojo is good about anything after 84 Nope, we got some. We got some here. Let's see here. January first. So, uh, like, nineteen eighty one was like, if you look at it, that is like the the year of the horror movie. All the horror movies that were released in nineteen eighty one, just go through the list, and yeah. it. Oh yeah, the, these ch charts are very uh, unfilled. But yeah, that I mean that was Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. It was that was the yeah. horror boom. Yeah, you know, right. The, yeah, drive-ins were exploding. Uh, but you know, because uh, Friday the Thirteenth was eighty, and that yes. was like that's what yeah. really sparked it. After you know Halloween being seventy eight, yeah. And so like that slasher, um, thing just started. Uh, the the weird thing about that is Friday the Thirteenth ripped off Halloween, but Halloween Two ripped off Friday the Thirteenth and got more gorier. Yeah. Yeah. And also was not good. Yeah, Halloween Two is really bad. Which Halloween Two came out this year? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Friday yeah, the Thirteenth Two came out uh, May first, and uh, Halloween Two was October thirtieth. Obviously, smart. Right. So I believe the Prowler came out that year. Um, I think you're right. It's not. Uh, it's not the number one of any of these weeks. But you know, again, box office scores and box office numbers and, and charts like that really weren't a thing yet uh because you know movie theaters there weren't like these wide releases as it was it was still uh the prince would would travel from city to city because yeah. every you know most cities had a had two screens uh-huh you know or they had a you know drive-in with like three or four screens but like you're not going it's not like oh you know spider-man comes out today yeah and then next week barbie comes out you know, uh -huh. and it's everywhere all at once. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't until the you know the uh, theater chains started picking up. Yeah. Well, everything the, everywhere the all at once came out way before those two movies, though. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Got him. All right. So that wraps all that up. Yeah. It's time for the rating. Okay. Um. Well, out of uh, ten. Uh. Uh. 
pencils. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give this movie a solid and uh, without a doubt ten pencils. Hey, it's a ten out of ten. Is. Second one of the year. Yeah, it would have been the first. It would have been the first. If, if, <laughs> yep, if, yep. It, it if would. this film hadn't cursed us, that's right. It would yep. have been the first. Yep. All right. But uh, yeah, I give it 10 out of 10, man. I was really blown away by it. What about uh, you, Scott? Yeah, I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to give it 10 number twos. <laughs> yeah, there you <laughs> There we go. <clears throat> yeah, no, this is this is definitely one of my favorites. It's always been... I mean, this is really one of the things that like got me into horror. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and even just like filmmaking in general. Sure. It's so yeah. it's just so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But I great. do uh I, I I do enjoy the fact that you watched it two, three, one. Because that's uh how I saw them too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Because yeah, this one has always been a little harder to to find, uh, you know, especially in the even in the nineties. Uh-huh. Uh like, well, see, like the older I get, when I was younger, I appreciated the horror, but the older it's just like that long opening shot where they're on the road driving to the cabin. That's that's great. And yeah. the shot where the bridge is all torn up, yeah. torn up, and the lights come on, and there's fog, and it's just yeah. I just the, I the older I got, the the more I appreciated how much they did with so little. But you know, yeah. when I was younger, it was just like, oh, you know, horror, great. But yeah, all right. the little aspects of it after that, yeah. The 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 mirror when he reaches into the mirror and it's yeah, like, oh, oh it's such yeah. a cool effect, yeah, yeah, that was dope. Yeah, extremely effective. All right, masterfully so, shot. Um, does anybody have any last thoughts they want to wrap? I don't. Obviously, we're not going to reboot re recast. recast this. Uh, they have kind of made a soft reboot of the. They've done it twice. Yeah. Uh, the Evil Dead, and then just recently the Evil Dead Rise, uh -huh. which could both be taken as reboots or continuations depending on whatever the fuck you want it to be yeah uh, here's as what yeah go here's ahead. what i'm gonna suggest is i know it's not a movie but i think next time with bryce we're gonna have to watch the first episode of ash versus the evil dead yeah i keep hearing that uh that it's that i should watch it i keep hearing you good should. things about this it's, well it's and the a, first episode is directed by Raimi. yes oh okay yeah Okay, and it's a and it's longer than the other episodes, yeah. I believe. I believe I'm not sure. Okay, yeah, it was a it's a half hour show, but that one's a, like an hour, a full hour. Yeah, yeah, I've heard good. I've heard only good things about it, and yeah, I mean, yeah, I love I loved it. Yeah, and it so. kept it kept coming out. Uh, like you know, it would be like a year or a little over a year, and for whatever reason, it was like you could always get a week of stars. Mm -hmm. So like after it would come out, like. Or no, it wasn't that. It was because I still had cable. And like, it would always end. And then they would give you this week of stars. Like, you know, your TV would just have it for a week. Yeah. And it would be like, they were showing Evil Dead the whole season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Evil, or Ash vs. Evil Dead. So oh, I would like record right. them all. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. now it's on Now it's on Netflix, I think. So. Oh, okay. But yeah. That's Bruce Campbell? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah, it gets real, real into his... Uh, his uh past and and life you get a return also you get a return of one of the original actresses yes in this well. oh is that from from the evil dead one yeah yeah oh cool okay also uh lucy lawless is in it okay and, and lee majors the six yes. million dollar man yes he is oh. yes he is so um and puppets and every it's just wild yeah okay yeah. all right so. fair enough is there any sand in it though 
I don't think so. I don't like sand. I know yeah. you don't like sand. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think so. It's there coarse. might be some digging. There's some digging. There might be some digging. I mean, they do got. I'll just fast forward things. through. I'll just yeah, fast yeah, forward. Yeah, you can through. always fast forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, Scott, uh, for thank joining you. us. This is one of my favorite movies. So thank you for having me on. Yeah, of Hell course. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. When you uh, w- when we talked about having you back on and you brought it up, I was like, wait, have we done that already? Right. <laughs> I had forgotten that we had never gotten around. Yeah. To the first one, I was like, hell yeah, Perfect. let's do it. Perfect. So it was it was perfect. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, everyone, uh, join us. No, wait, last week. Join us. Was our, <laughs> never join mind. us. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> next week, yeah, I I don't know what the we don't know what the episode is going to be. We don't yet. know yet. I have an idea, but we haven't solidified it. So. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, uh, keep a lookout. There will be yeah. an episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As uh, unless unless we're cursed again. Right. But uh yes, as always, nom in space. space. <laughs>